Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Chris was wrong about that one. The the far household has three birds, so you uh, you have the much larger bird collection. Are they? Are we talking like fifteen pound birds each? Uh, I think my brother's doing the fifteen. The okay, one I'm big. deep frying is like nine. Okay, so it's not so big. Appetizer bird. Yeah, you know <laughs> that's the thing. You know what makes me sweat more uh, than anything? I've played in front of thousands on TV, millions watching, carving the turkey in front of like the family. Oh, is there a whole ceremony? Or do you just I do don't it in the do kitchen? it. I oh, turn okay. into the young brother. I turn into the little brother. I don't want it. I don't want to do it. Do you have like a really perfect knife? Or do you have electric? Like okay. take, take me through the whole process. See, now the whole thing is you're supposed to do the whole chef thing yeah. and sharpen it <laughs> right in front. Yeah. yeah. But we always have the electric knife on standby. So if you got to go to the electric knife, that's that's like a that's a thing, you know? Yeah. Oh, you got to use the electric knife, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, the the rails in bowling. Exactly. That's <laughs> we're not using the gunner. Yes. We're not breaking out Training the electric wheels. knife. Uh, because I'm terrible at what I do for a living, I yeah. completely forgot. Uh, Emily, who is working remotely this week because she's back with her family in Virginia for Thanksgiving, she has an on-the-air Ask DeMarco that oh. I forgot to do. So, Emily, my apologies. But you know how I work. I forget things one second after you tell me them. <laughs> but uh, Ask DeMarco his Ask DeMarco. Hashtag Ask DeMarco. So do you dress nicely for Thanksgiving, or do you wear sweatpants so you have room to grow? Great question. And uh, do you, after you're finished eating, do you say, hmm, I can use something <laughs> with some sugar? Yes, and yes, absolutely. Sweatpants, no doubt. My brother has a thing where he eats Thanksgiving dinner in his boxers, and it's acceptable. <laughs> He's going beyond the sweatpants. Like shorts. He's wearing his shorts. Boxers. <laughs> He's going beyond the sweatpants. He's going to eat and fall asleep wherever he's sitting. That's his thing, and I'm right there with him, okay. but I wear the sweatpants. I, 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 I'm going to regret this follow-up question. Uh, with a button. Uh, uh, thank you. Okay, thank okay. With a button. Thank you. Okay, yeah. we're good. Thank you for answering or without he, me having to ask. If he starts to lean a well-placed pillow, you know what I mean? Yeah, we, there's got to be some sort of blanket apparatus or pillows but or that's, button will do the That's his thing. Will. It's all casual. Absolutely. We'll definitely do and the yes, trick. And yes, the sugar thing. Yes. See, I don't get me wrong. There's going to be uh, pies at the Rogers yeah. family Thanksgiving, um, and I will have some pie. I, there, I, I like pie. But I could also not do pie. Like if you oh, really? said to me, if you said to me the meal is basically completed, yeah. dishes are done, and it's dessert time. If you said, "Hey, I got a hot turkey sandwich over here with some gravy and stuffing, and or a slice of uh, you know cherry pie or apple pie or whatever yeah. you got going," I think I'll take that sandwich instead. Yeah, yeah, but I'm full up. I want the sweet potato pie. That's part of it. That's I'm 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 lusting after it. I gotta have it. Yeah, but I'm with you on that, but I got to have the sugar after. A little it's bit. It's part of the plan. We doing What are we drinking on Thanksgiving, Mark? We haven't even gotten into that. Are we doing wine? Are we doing beer? Are we just gonna, we're not going to waste any calories no in beer. room? No beer. Yeah, beer will fill you up. Yeah, big time. You going to have a cocktail? Um, definitely cocktails, okay. especially at my brother's house. Yes, we will have scotch, lots of it. 
He's a golf nut. I think maybe there might be like some far blood in Travis <laughs> Rogers right, at some right, point. Right. <laughs> I feel like I need to come over there at one point or another. Uh, let's talk to some of these Laker calls right here. Lakers obviously have another rough night in New York last night. It just does not look like they're getting any better. Doesn't mean that they can't. It does mean that they haven't. And and there's some meaning in that right there. Let's start in Los Angeles with Nate. Nate, you're on with Trav and Demarco. What's going on, Nate? guys, man. I think the Lakers are going to be just fine. You remember having a substitute teacher? The kids act up a little bit. Frank Vogel's not really the head teacher, right? LeBron's, LeBron's the teacher, right? The substitute's in right now. The kids are acting up a little bit. Rustbrook can't win a championship on his own. Neither can AD. They can't do it together. They never have before. And yeah, I mean, you guys alluded to it before. We do have to just sit and wait for LeBron. You know, he's not OLD, and I don't think he really has the numbers uh, to, to to say that he's that he's uh, that he's slowing down. You know, I think we got to wait for him to come back, and we're going to be just fine. Plus, this is what Russell happens to him every year. He's a he's a he's a third quarter guy. He's a third half of the season guy. You know, and I think we're just going to wait it out, and we're going to be just fine. Get in the playoffs, and we're going to make some noise. All right, thanks, Nate. So let, let me start here. If the plan is LeBron is going to fix everything, I have not heard a worse plan. I'm not saying he can't do it. Let me be crystal clear. If anyone is capable of doing that, it's LeBron James. I'm not going to be the guy to say he's done, he's old, he's gassed, he's shot. None of those. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the worst possible ask of LeBron James at this point in his career is, hey, you need to do everything every night. Right. And, and, and I'm not saying that he's got to go score 35 a night. I think everybody understands that if nothing can happen without him, what are we asking? What, what, what do much. you have if you, yeah. if, if you have to have him to just beat the Knicks, the Timberwolves, the, the, these teams, the Oklahoma City? The, these are not the Bucks and the Suns and the Warriors. These are not good teams. You need LeBron James to beat those guys to get you back to, to pay attention to the teacher because the sub is in charge right now. That's asking a lot. It does Big not time. seem like a good plan. You're, you're asking like a four-time Cy Young winner to, hey, look, not only do we need complete games, we need complete game shutouts Yeah, for like 20 starts in a row. You know what I mean? I wouldn't consider LeBron the teacher. I think he's more of the A student. Frank Vogel, is your that's your teacher. He's got to get his arms around this. LeBron is going to help you on the floor, but everything else, that goes through Vogel. Well, I think we're – Stephen A. was on his show this morning, and he kind of said, hey, look, we're getting close to that point where everybody's looking. I thought you were the defensive guy. I thought you were the guy that, to your, to your point, that yeah. is in charge of this whole thing, and he is. He's the head coach of the team, and I thought that last year he was dealt a hand that was impossible to play. You can't, you can't have those guys miss that amount of time after what they went through in the bubble, having the short offseason, everything else. That no, Nobody's navigating that. You see, Everybody that played deep the year before was out early, right. Lakers, Lakers among them. In his first year with the Lakers and LeBron and AD, he did about as good as you could ask. So I'm not saying that he doesn't know how to do it. I'm saying that we need to get started on that or some whole very uncomfortable questions get brought up. No no doubt. Uh, you asked me about the football. That's one thing I would point to when you're hired as an offensive guru and you're not scoring points. Fired. Your offense, uh, you're hired as a defensive guru and you're getting scored on constantly. Fired. Well, I mean, this is basketball. It's a little bit different. You have time to come out of this. But right now it puts – Frank Vogel on Front Street, no doubt. And it's going to get louder and louder. Next one on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, Fountain Valley and Rick. Rick, you're on with Travis and DeMarco. What's up, Rick? Well, I, I was just uh, wondering. I've been thinking about the Lakers and um, their their aggressiveness of play, and I'm just wondering, due to the multiple injuries they suffered last year and how it affected their playoffs, I keep wondering if they turned down the volume on aggressiveness intentionally, especially with the Stars, 
um, so that um, they are going to be ready for the playoffs. But, I, I, you know, the problem is finding the balance with aggressiveness so you don't have the injuries, but you still manage to win games. And, I, you know, I reflect, and, you know, I'm kind of reflecting on the bubble. If you remember right before they went into the playoffs when they are in the bubble, they lost 9 out of 10 games. And I really think they turned down the volume of aggressiveness then um, because they had already won. Uh, they already had wrapped up first place, mm-hmm. and they knew they, were, they had home court advantage, which really didn't make much difference, but still. And so I'm wondering if that is a factor in this and finding the balance. The other thing I wonder about is, you know, they've lost Jason Kidd as a coach, as their uh, backup coach. And I'm wondering if that's affected, you know, some of their play and their decision-making regarding their defense and also their offense. I mean, I agree with what you said about their offense. Their offense looks stagnant. Nobody's moving. So I'm just wondering what your thoughts about that are. Yeah, well, so let, let's start here, Rick, and thank you for the call. appreciate it. Um, I w- DeMarco, I would be okay with the idea of, hey, listen, they're hanging back a little bit. They're, 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 they're getting ready to play in the playoffs. They're getting ready to go win another championship. And whether you beat Minnesota in November really doesn't matter. Right, you, we we need to be at our best starting right. in April, and as long as that's taking place, we'll go. We can go on the road; it doesn't matter. Fine, o- okay. I'm, I'm I'm listening to it. The problem is, and he meant he brought up the bubble season a couple of years ago, where they lost a bunch of games right before the playoffs started, and he's right. But the difference is, we had seen that Laker team play really well throughout right. the regular season. I remember you, that. You knew where it was, and this is how we go. This piece goes with that piece. This plays really well right. together. We run this set. This we're not going to show you anything we're, else. We're, we're, yeah. We've got it. We 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 know. We it's right here in our back pocket. I know where to go find it. Right. This team doesn't have anything in their back pocket right now. They they we haven't seen it. This is a yeah. new team with new players. So to just think that, hey, we're just going to wait and throw the switch, fine. That's a really dangerous game to play because I haven't seen anything that, le- that leads you to believe they even know where the switch is. True. I haven't seen it. Well, I'll say this. If they ever do get it right with these pieces, they're going to be dominant. It's just taking them longer than I thought for this team to gel. T- I still think there's there's an alpha male thing going on. Like, who is the guy here, especially when LeBron's been out? Is it – I mean, is there any question? It's LeBron, right? Le- LeBron's well, LeBron's the alpha in the whole league. When he's been out, that's the yeah. thing. Like, okay. who's the best option to help us win? I still think that's being bandied about, and I think that's what you're seeing. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Take me through this. You know, I, I think – for those of us that have not been professional athletes, you you think of the coach, the head coach, is in charge of the whole show, right? That you right. think of Sean McVay, he's in charge. Well, yeah, Sean McVay's got 14 assistant coaches. The Frank Vogel's got a handful of assistant coaches. Jason Kidd was on the staff. He's gone. He's in Dallas right now. Does it make a big difference when you lose a, a top assistant like that? I was going to look down the list for another reason. Like, if you do wind up gassing Frank Vogel, who's your next option on the roster? Who, who would be your head coach if not him? Yeah, it's a good question. That, that's that's what I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to find that out David now. Chase but, yeah, I mean, it, it does help. I mean, losing Jason Kidd is going to hurt you, period. That's a lot of basketball do they knowledge. Do they have a lot of impact, though, the assistant coaches, or does everything run through the head Oh, guy? everything. Yes, I, I think your assistant coaches are very important. Look at Sean McVay and the guys that he's had working with him, and now there are other places, either head coaches or coordinators. That's a lot of knowledge. That's a lot of stuff you don't have to do as as a head coach because those other guys are doing their jobs. So, yeah, that's 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 a big time loss. Uh, if you're definitely if if he's your conduit to the players, if he's better at talking to the players, talking players' language than you are, and you don't have that, that's that's a big loss, big miss. Let's try one more here. Let's go to Studio City and Robin on the Dr Pepper call in line. What's going on, Robin? Hey guys, thanks for having me. 
I don't know if you remember, I talked to you from the top of a mountain in Sonoma a couple months ago. Oh, sure. I do, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't remember which one of you guys, I think it was Slee, who I asked today, asked for no. No, that was me. Oh, that was you. Yeah. Glad to send it if I have a place to send it to. Taylor, make sure that you get this man's address. (laughs) So today, I'm, I'm up on Fryman Canyon. In my southern house in Studio City. Okay. <laughs> and a couple, couple weeks ago, I was in Ireland for a couple weeks. Still was able to listen to you guys. Wow, awesome. Okay, so two things. Lakers defense is so messed up. I mean, even from the beginning, I think it was their third game with San Antonio. They let get over like 100 points. I think it was 107. I think they need to play... Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan more, because in in their short, like ten or eleven minutes, points get rebounds, block shots. Well, that, that, the the, the connection's a little a little scrappy here, uh, Robin. I appreciate you calling in. Sorry that we're having a little trouble hearing you along the way. I we can talk different rotations: more Dwight, less Dwight; more DJ, less yeah. DJ; more this, more that. Fact of the matter is. They are 28th in points allowed this season. Right. There, there, there is no combination that works better than another. You look at the individuals and their ratings, they're not particularly good. They're just not a good defensive team. It's not that with these five guys we play pretty well. It's when we go away from those five guys. It's not. It's, it's across the board. They just have not played good defense all season long. Can I ask one question about that last caller? I don't know him. Is he 600 pounds or is he running? <laughs> he's hiking. Oh, he's hiking no, right he's, now. He's, he's, he's on oh. a hike right now. Okay, I'm like yeah. – Dude, you can't be nice. You need to help him, man. No, oh my he, God. he calls us when he's on his hikes. He, oh, he, I got it. He okay. listens as he's doing his hikes. He was okay. in the mountains in Sonoma, and I said, well, since you're up there, let's pick up a couple bottles of wine and see what, what you got going on over wow. there. Wow. I was like, you know, help this dude, man. You know what I mean? Wow. All right, USC still needs a new football coach, and at least one big name that was kind of on the board isn't there next. All right, we'll do that next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So I wasn't the only one that uh, was more than a little impressed with your start to Thanksgiving. We don't say grace. We say go. Go. In my house. Uh, John Castro. DeMarco is dangerous. His we don't say grace. We say go. Had me laughing. I almost ran a stop sign (laughs) from John of Fullerton. We don't say grace. We say go. Needs to be turned into a sign for people's houses. Gold. You dang right. You have a business there. You could could carve it into wood or maybe one of those paintings or whatever it is. You you might not be onto something. And we don't we don't like you know have the targeting rule. We're going in with a headbutt. Oh yeah, yeah. Get there first. Picture, yes, sir. I picture everybody lined up around the table, 
and then there's go, and then there's just this flurry of activity, and then the next thing that happens is just there's just a bunch of empty plates spinning in the middle of the table. Pretty much. That's it. <laughs> I like That's it. That's how we go. I like it. I'm excited for Thanksgiving. Is it the, at the top of the list for you as holidays go? Yeah. You know, Christmas is always number one, but sure. Thanksgiving, it's, it's to me, it's the best sports day of the year. I love okay. it. Okay. Yeah, I, I do love it. Uh, right. Football, food, what can be better? And family, what it, could be better? Well, see, that's why I all of that is true, yeah. but the reason I prefer Thanksgiving to Christmas is... And this is going to make me sound like Scrooge. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean, you don't have the obligation of all the gifts, right? It's just uh, food, family, and and football. Yeah. Right? That you just, you get together. You don't have to, oh, I didn't get something for Aunt Becky, or I didn't get something <laughs> for Uncle Nick. It's right. like, jeez, oh, you know, okay. I do, do I really have to go get that Starbucks gift card to make this thing better? Exactly. It's just, yep. let's just eat that pie and get, get busy. Eat, find a spot to lay down, watch TV, watch the Lions <laughs> get beat again. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Okay, you, you've played in the NFL for a long time. I feel years? bad. I got friends that are working yeah. there now, and I'm sure they're going to turn it around. It's just going to take a little bit longer than they thought. How, how many years? Years do you play in the league? Uh, eight, if you count the 49ers. Okay, eight yeah. years in the NFL. Absolutely, we're yeah. counting the 49ers. I don't. Um, <laughs> well, tough yeah. luck. I'm counting. <laughs> um, do you know the dirty little secret as to why we get subjected to the Lions every Thanksgiving? Is there a reason, or is it just tradition? Because I've asked we, this we need to, We need to move that out. Okay, no one really wants to play on Thanksgiving. Okay. So, take the Lions. Yeah. Yeah. It, but the Cowboys get the, the Cowboys are the you okay. Know. Now Jerry jumps on it because everyone's watching. It's he was that's forward thinking. Okay, all eyes are on us. He's America's team. You play on Thanksgiving. I get that. But as far as everyone else, no one else wants to play on Thanksgiving. I, so you get Detroit. I've never seen Sliwa get like genuinely upset about anything other than he's subjected to the Lions every Thanksgiving. He hates it. That's it. <laughs> it's like in his DNA. He can't stand it. It's You know, it's just fun. It's football. It's on TV. You just know you get the Lions. That's the downside. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. So James Franklin, big extension in Penn State. He's going to be there for at least a while. 30, 2031? Yeah, is that 10, 10-year extension. But you know how those are, right? There's a buyout. They can fire him whenever they hey, want. Penn State. They, Look at the Raiders. <laughs> right. Ten-year deals for coaches. Doesn't seem like a great idea. Well, you get kind of stuck with it. Yeah. yeah well, it can get stale, and, and somebody else can come along. Or, yeah. somebody, you know, you may decide that you found somebody that you like better. Um, put that aside for a sec. Franklin was on the list of potential USC replacements. It, it's him. It's uh, Luke Fickle. It's Dave Aranda at Baylor. There's there's a handful of other guys that are out there as well. Lane Kiffin's name keeps getting knocked around. That seems almost impossible. But Lane Kiffin? Yeah, that's been brought wow. up before. Lane Kiffin. That should work. He's I, open for every job that comes available. But shouldn't that work? He is like the it. perfect guy. They tried for, it. They I fired know. him on the air and the tarmac at Santa Monica Airport. That, I, I'm shocked that that didn't work, and that's the one that should work. Yeah, but anyway. why? Why do you, why do you feel that way? Why does that feel like such a natural think, fit? To think you? about what LA is and how he is as a person and what he does. He kind of gets it. It just didn't win enough. You know what yeah. I mean? If you won, you would be there. It would be great. It just it should work. It's just not. So seeing everything that we've seen with SC, and I want to say this year, but it, it predates that. This goes the Clay Helton era. I, I I get it. I get why he had to come. Right. I get why he had to be the person that was placed in that position because the Lane Kiffin years were a mess, and then they brought in Sark, which was worse. Um, and embarrassing on top ah, of that. There's the word. So yeah. you, they needed to go. They can't have a guy that's showing up having had too much to drink. They need a guy that's rock solid. Right. Clay Helton is a rock solid human being. He's a good guy. Not a great football coach, but we just need to get our feet back on the ground. I get it. Problem was, 
without Sam Darnold, they they literally had nothing the entire time he was there. Sam Darnold happened to be a special player, take him to the Rose Bowl, win the Rose Bowl, exciting game, blah, blah, blah. They were bad after that, or at least mediocre. And then they got worse, and now they are where they are, where they just gave up 60-some-odd points to UCLA. What what do you do from here? Do, do you go and try to find a guy that, like a Luke Fickle, who has coached a program like Cincinnati, knows how to build a program, has been around the UCLA, or excuse me, the Ohio State program, to where he knows what big, big, big-time college football feels like and what that is? Or do you go in, in a totally different direction, find a young guy, put the guy at Ohio State, find, or excuse me, Iowa State, and put one of those guys in and let this thing grow a little bit because it feels like you need to start from scratch at SC, that there's really nothing there other than the tradition that's working. Probably. Um, I think if you're going for solid, you just had solid. Solid doesn't get you anywhere, especially in this conference and with this fan base. You need something special. You need to be in the college football playoff picture every single year. When they're talking about Bama, the next team out of their mouths should be you. Mm -hmm. That's what SC fans have come to appreciate and that's what they are so if you're looking for solid bad I think you're looking for a guy that's going to be on the cutting edge of just about everything which means you're going to step over it every now and then and you have to accept that Mm -hmm. I think you did with Pete Carroll you just Mm -hmm. kind of understand what you have to do to compete like college basketball different animal if you want to compete for national championships, you kind of know what you have to do. No one says it, but you know. Well, I, I've been saying this. Taylor's heard me say this. Emily's heard me say this. Slee's heard me say, how bad do you want to win? Exactly. That, that's the question, right? How badly do you want to win? And I'm not saying that you completely abandon your principles, but you are willing to make some exceptions along the way. Alabama wants to win. What does it cost? Okay, we'll do that. LSU wants to win. There are Ohio State wants to win. Oklahoma wants to win. We o- Oregon they wants understand. To win, yes. Right? That we will do what is necessary to make sure we get the right players, that the coaches get the amount of money that they need. And I'm not talking about the head coach. Everybody pays the head coach. You need an offensive coordinator that makes a couple million bucks a year. Cool. Let's do it. You've got the money. We, we do you want to win or not? And this yeah. is the part about SC that I don't know if they do anymore. They want to win. I think you do. But do you want to win like that? I think you do. And here's the thing. I, th- this is me. I, I've grown up in the Pac-10. I grew up in the Bay Area. I, it, the shadow of Cal. National champion of Washington. Yes. So Pac-10, Pac-12, that's that's in my blood. When did SC grow a conscience? When did you guys care about what people think when about how ha- you well, run okay, your so, program? But here's, here's the thing. I have an yeah. answer to that. It was when you had endless – they're not necessarily football scandals. They're university scandals. They've had a series of incredibly embarrassing incidents at SC involving doctors, involving that admission scandal. It's a whole bunch of things that are deeply embarrassing and either criminal or immoral. So I think, I okay, think, that's, I think that's kind of where they are. So you had to go the opposite way just to kind of settle things down. Well, I mean – it kind of answers the question. I, I would go with Fickle coming out of that big program because you know what Ohio State is about. Yep. Yeah, they know how to win. They know how to play this game, not just on the field, but off it, recruiting as well. So if you want to get back in the mix, you need to get in the mix yourself with one of these type of coaches. They they need to be good, not just for them. They need to be good for the West Coast. Because who you know who the best football team on the West Coast is this year? Who? San Diego State. 
What? Yes. Is the best team on the coast I don't in college football? E I, I don't even think it's close. Let me see. Really? I don't even think it's close because the only other team that I think you could make a, uh, uh, an argument for yeah. is Fresno State. You got a point. Yeah. UCLA is UCLA okay. is not good. SC's not SC's good. bad. Oregon has a good record. I don't yeah. think they're a particularly good football team UW is UW right UW now. UW is UW. Yeah, yeah. And then you look around the rest of it, the rest of the Pac-12 is dreadful See, that's year. bad. That's bad. And that's nothing against San Diego State fans or, or ex-players. But no, San Diego State cannot be the best team on the coast. They've, they that's a bad year. They're three and zero in the Pac-12 this year. Yeah, that's bad. That's that. <laughs> I mean, that needs everybody needs to go if that's happening. Th that, that's what I mean. Yeah. So if if SC's good, you do get the attention of Ohio State. You do get the attention of Alabama and all these other places. But when San Diego State's the best team out here, they're getting every single look at the quarterbacks. Yeah. at all these, they're all from Calif Southern California. Most of them. Wow. See, it was an answer to all the scandals. You're right. That was the that's the reason behind the hire and the reason you stuck with them is because the stink of the scandals were still there. That makes sense. All right, it's time for the Stat Hero Fantasy Preview. Stat Hero, the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa show. They have their lineups out, DeMarco. Here's who I'm going to go up against this week. This is the best part about Stat Hero is that they show you their lineups as it's happening. Najee Harris, Leonard Fournette, and David Montgomery. I just have to pick three guys that are going to do better than that. I like my chances. I, the, that lineup is okay. I think I can do better. That's the difference with Stat Hero, the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the Trav and Slee Show. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage, and they do that by showing you their lineups. Go to stathero.com slash 710 ESPN for a 100% deposit match. You a uh, daily fantasy guy? Not really, be. no, but I kind of like it. Stat Hero, put it on your phone. Really? Okay, yeah, I'm looking at these matchups. Yeah. Yeah, who Fournette's got and who these guys have. Uh, See? Yeah. You can, you, there's some opportunities there. If you don't like it, pick a different one. Let me jump and in pick there. a different one and All pick right. a different one and pick a different one. All right. Thanksgiving edition of Fact or Cap. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Factor Cap coming up here in just a little bit, but back to uh, the Twitter feed, the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed real quickly. Yeah. Uh, this is from Randy Frenchman, and he says, stop talking sports and get back to the fars consuming <laughs> Thanksgiving in various states of undress. Dang right. Hashtag ask DeMarco. Dang right. Is Come it, on over. Did you say it was your uncle or your brother? My brother. Your brother. My oldest brother. Your oldest brother yeah. eats Thanksgiving in his underwear. Boxers. Boxer it's shorts. It's his house. <laughs> Yep. So if he if you, if you hosted, he would put on a pair of pants or shorts. Presumably. Until he ate. 
once he starts eating, the pants come off. Anybody else going, uh, you know, min- minimalistic, shall no, we, we say? We, sweatpants, you know, comfortable, be casual, but he's the guy. His thing is, once he starts eating, pants come off. <laughs> That's just how it goes. This isn't a euphemism. His pants are off. They're balled yes. up in the corner or hung over a chair or something. Hung, nice, nicely folded, <laughs> but off to the side. He's comfortable and happy. I love it. He loves everybody. I, yep. I just I dig how comfortable he wants to be and is comfortable enough in his own skin. He's not literally, gonna mess around. Yep. That, that <laughs> he's <laughs> gonna that he's gonna sit right there at the table in his shorts. That's uh that's fantastic. Right now, let's do a little fact or cap. Hey guys, Hello, happy Emily. almost Thanksgiving. How's how's Virginia? Uh, Virginia is very cold. Yesterday it was like twenty degrees. So it's that's eighty three really here in Los Angeles. So <laughs> that's. <laughs> Can't Come wait back to be soon. back. Come back it's soon. It's going to be great. Uh, and DeMargo, refresher, fact, yep, true, and cap is false. Got it. So, up first, uh, we all know that the match is going to go on in the midst of all the sports going on tomorrow. So, you will dedicate a TV to watching the match on Thanksgiving Day between Kepka and DeChambeau. DeMargo, is this fact or cap? Oh, that's cap. No. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be on. My brother's a golf nut, but for me, no, no, no. Golf and turkey? <laughs> Well, if you're trying to take a nap. I, I will be sleeping. Yeah, I'm not going to be trying. If you feed me turkey and I'm watching golf, I'm going to sleep. Well, don't forget the scotch that you've, See? you've already said that you're going to consume as well. Definitely can. Um, I am a golf person. Yeah. I, I like to play golf. I like to watch golf on television. I like to eat and watch golf on television. But this is one of these things that I – even and it has nothing to do with DeChambeau and Kepka. It's not – I get that they don't like each other. I it, kind of mildly intriguing they're not playing for anything that matters other than money they're both already wildly rich it's 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 neither one of their money like if they're playing right. for each other's money yeah okay you, you have my attention but this is just yeah. a sponsorship money and two rich guys playing for somebody else's money doesn't really move me like i would that. bet they probably are they just they won't tell us it, oh, look if can you imagine if T- tiger woods and phil mickelson Played one of these matches, and I'll just pick a round number. But both of these guys are just wildly wealthy. Yeah. If they said, "Let's play for ten million dollars," but it's coming out of your account, your own. It's coming out of my account. I'm there for that, big time. Yeah. I'd pay money. That's pay per view. Yeah, yeah that, I'm that, serious. That would be good. This yeah. one is more of a television production. Why don't they like each other? Just a personal golf thing or well, D- styles. D- DeChambeau, I'm, I'm going to boil this down as quickly as I can. DeChambeau is one of those guys that rubs almost everybody the wrong way. Okay. He's, he's that guy. They have a okay. word for that. He, he, yes. He's, <laughs> yes. And and he's the guy that rubs people. The, and, okay. and Kepka's the guy that doesn't give a blank. Okay. So he will say, I, yeah, this guy drives me bonkers, so ah, that's, why, that, okay. that's where the sense. friction lies. Yes. Emily, next. All right. Up next. Uh, turkey is the least important part of Thanksgiving. Travis yeah. is his factor cat. I need to make sure that DeMarco is a comfortable distance away I'm from right me here. before I say this. I'm looking right at you. Um, yeah, I think it is. Ugh. I think that's fact. I, I think, put it to you this way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to sell you on this. If you said to me, Thanksgiving is going to be the, the same way you've always known it your entire life. Everything is the same except every turkey in the world just was unavailable. We don't have a turkey. Everything else is the same. I'm okay. Really? I'm, yeah, I'm okay. I can still get by with all the sides, the gravy, the dressing, the potatoes, the all of the wonderful salads and sides that come along with it. I'm in. The turkey if it's there, I'm going to eat it, but I don't have to have it. Wow. That hurts. You're looking at me like we're not friends that anymore. That hurts. I, I would. I'd go to the mat for you. I would. I'd step in front of it. I'd catch a grenade for you. Right now I'm not sure. You're throwing it. I'm serious. I may throw it back at you. Absolutely. Definitely. Um, 
That is Cap. Um, I'd say this. I, I'm, I'm going to appeal to the father in Travis. Okay. When your kids made their little things in school. Like the turkey out of your handprint? Did, did they have a hand turkey? <laughs> <laughs> or a hand ham? No. <laughs> It'd be a fist. Thank you. <laughs> turkey is it. It's everything. It's Thanksgiving. Turkey is the most important I, well, thing on that plate. It's kind of representative of the, the holiday, right? Like Much like Santa is representative of Christmas for a lot of people, yeah. right? If you just said no more Santas, but you still there's still the tree, there's still the presents, uh, presents there's still Rudolph and, and uh, Frosty, it's still a pretty good holiday. Who's Rudolph ta- like having around? If it's, there's no Santa, Rudolph he, is he, in the he air. works for FedEx now. He's he's, 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 getting, he's getting the packages from the North Pole to the little kids. Rudolph's driving a van, <laughs> yeah. and he's ringing your doorbell and he's hauling ass back to his truck. So he's got to go drop it off at the neighbors. Wow, I like it. <laughs> All right, so there all you right. Go. So uh, this next one comes from last night when I was watching the NBA game with my family, and my mom kept on saying that the NBA just gets away with traveling too much. I'm like okay cool but you have to fight off family members giving wild and bad sports takes over thanksgiving while football watching tobacco is factor cap that's fact that's my whole life that's every day <laughs> i told you they're still arguing about marshawn lynch and the seahawks not not giving him the ball in the super bowl still <laughs> to this so day bothered. i mean people getting fist fights over this yeah absolutely sports takes are a part of my family my family is very sports centric. We we spend a lot of time talking about that stuff. My, my my entire family, like my wife, my children, my mom, my dad, that this is an important part of what we do as a family. But not not it's on in the background on Thanksgiving. Like we'll watch it, but it's not a point of oh, the, the, let me tell you what's wrong with the NFL. It's not kind of that really? moment. It's just on and something that we talk about and enjoy. It doesn't get heated very. See, often. I could bring you to my house and or my family, and you'd be comfortable. I think I would stand out in yours. <laughs> you guys would throw me out. No, I think you'd be all right. Hey, where's the TV? You know what? See, my mom, believe <laughs> yeah. it or not, is the one with the sharpest opinions. Really? Oh, for sure. Sports for- opinions? Yes. Yes, for sure. Like, okay. if you miss a kick, you're gonna. She's gonna let you know. Fair why? Enough. Why can't they find one kid that can make a kick? You mean to tell me in all of America, there's not a kid that can make a 35 yard field goal? They got this guy instead. See? Yeah. I'll I'll give her my brother's address. Come on over. She'll fit right in. <laughs> they, they there can, you go. Yeah. Wait, we always, It's not the same my, brother in his underwear, is it? Yes. <laughs> I, with a button, <laughs> she'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one up to her. There's always one uncle in my family who doesn't watch any sports, and I'm always like, "Who are we rooting for?" I'm like, "All right, like, it doesn't really matter anyway." Yeah, th- those, so, by the way, those are my favorite guys, like uh, the blue team. Okay, cool. Right, He's all in. Let's right. go, go blue guys. All right, you would rather do the dishes than make the food on Thanksgiving. Okay. Travis, this is factor cap. Um, fa- cap, cap, because I like to cook. Yeah, I, I really and I have prepared a Thanksgiving dinner for a lot of people, and it is an insane amount of work, and it takes days upon days to do all the shopping, do all the prep, get everything ready to go. But it's also pretty rewarding, especially if you pull it off, right? Everybody's right. pretty happy to to have a meal like that, and you do get some help. People obviously are, you know, let me do this and do that, and they're they're doing things for you as you're going through it. But that's not even the reason why I would pick the cooking over that. There's nothing better than when that table hits the food. Or the food hits the table, not the other way around. The food hits the table, and you go in, 
and you eat and you eat and you eat and you're full and then you know you don't have to do anything else. Wow. That I'm done. I don't have to stagger into the kitchen with a full <laughs> belly feeling like someone stuffed a beach ball into my gut right. and now I got to go wash 47 wine glasses. I, I would rather not do that. I'd rather do the cooking. I got a hack for you. Okay. Okay, bring a, bring a chair. How low is your bring, sink? Bring one of those. Yeah. Bring a bar stool in and sit it in front of the sink, and you can wash dishes all day. Trust me, that's a big guy thing. That's a big guy thing. See, so you're you're on dish duty. Though. I would t- definitely. I, I think that's cap. You, I would rather have dishes because you just told me you know you can cook. Yeah, whatever you make, everyone's gonna love. I I, I got yeah. I think I'm always true. paranoid. Okay, you know. So if I made it, I'm gonna be worried if everybody's liking it or not. You know what I mean? So I'd rather just. You're do the worried dishes. about ruining Thanksgiving yes, for everybody. I can clean up and be done and be happy. I know that's good. Pyrex dirty. Pyrex clean. <laughs> happy. I don't know if you're eating it just because you like me or you really like what I just cooked. You know what I mean? I, but I just that idea. I got my shoes off, not yeah. my pants, my shoes. Yeah. I've got my shoes off. I'm watching football, and I hear everybody clanking dishes in the other room, and I'm like, that's your problem. Oh, put the uh, phone up and put the <laughs> bar stool, and I can wash it. I'm good. See, I'd rather have the dishes. Yeah. One more, Emily. <laughs> All right, last one. You would claim something that you bought at the store as something that you made at home. DeMarco's is Factor Cap. Wow. <laughs> that's that's it feels like something you may have i'm gonna say done. that's cap and leave it there because <laughs> they're listening and no. i've been caught <laughs> but does anybody care right if you bring something from a place like let's say yeah. you're in charge of pies yeah okay and instead of going and i'm gonna make a, a sweet potato pie yeah yeah, okay? yeah. you're gonna go to a place that you exactly know what <laughs> that's it right there you Good. know that this this bakery down here or this yeah. restaurant they make a better sweet potato pie than i'm gonna make yeah let me go buy that hey i got this from you know i'll Judy's. just answer it this way i i owe patty labelle more oh. apologies. So Mike, yeah. you know Mike Pearson, of course. So Mike, Mike brought in some Patty Labelle sweet yes. potato pies. Those are pretty good. See, I when I did bring them, I mean, I wasn't going to lie, but as long as no one asked me if I made it, I wasn't going to cop to it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's not a lie if you don't say it. Exactly. Right? It's a lie by omission. Right. Because the or I phrase... could pretend like I couldn't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Patty Labelle, yeah, love her music. She's great. Right. She's fantastic. Right. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh, that's a lot of Thanksgiving stuff that's right there. good stuff. There. I'm I hungry. Like it. I'm I, hungry. You said something that I was hoping you were going to say about the turkey that I need you to say on the other side about how to build a plate. That's next. Okay. It's Trav and DeMarco, <laughs> 710 ESPN. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Uh, Thanksgiving tomorrow. Everybody very excited about that. Maybe gobble, gobble. Uh, you and I near the, the top of the list. You said something um, this I morning. I would camp out talking. for Thanksgiving. What I used mean? to camp out for movie tickets. I'd be that guy. Like if there camp- was limited limited seating Big in the time. place. Yeah, I would camp out for Thanksgiving. I mean, it's just that much fun. It's great. great. Day. Yeah. You get to see people you don't see all the time. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, it's a great day. And of course, there's a ton of food. We're Emily's question was uh, for Factor Cap that turkey is the most overrated part of Thanksgiving, um, or, or something along those lines. You said something this morning that you don't even need a plate. That you can just stack up everything on top of your turkey. Yeah, it's the star <laughs> of the show, man. Absolutely, get the turkey. If you when you do have a plate, that's that's the star. Everything else you just kind of stack on top, and I'm good. <laughs> I don't even need a plate. Just give me a bowl. I'm good. 
Seriously, put the cranberry sauce on top. Oh my god, every bite is just. Are the so we're we doing that cran that cran not the stuff out of the can. We're talking like the real cranberries real cranberry. that are in the pot. That yes, popped and right they get there like on top, almost like a jam. So and, every yeah. spoonful or forkful has just got everything just on the it. Right and amount just, of tart, little sweet, but not too perfect. Just, uh, and just shove it all in. Absolutely on that day as well. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So um. Ken Rosenthal wrote a piece on uh, the Athletic talking about the Dodgers uh, and baseball free agents, and he he painted an interesting picture where if the Dodgers do not re-sign Corey Seager, which seems I think if we're being optimistic, kind of fifty fifty. If we're being a little more realistic, probably less than that. Um, that they have a plan where you slide Trey Turner over to short makes a ton of sense. That's why he's here in the first place in the event that Seager decided to go. You could move Max Muncie to second base where he's played occasionally and does a good job. And now all of a sudden you have a vacancy at first base that they might try to fill with Freddie Freeman. Okay, Freddie Freeman is a free agent in Atlanta. Now, let's just let me put this out there. He's from Southern California, grew up in uh, Fountain Valley down here. Uh is a fantastic player. He's an MVP. He's a multiple-time All-Star. He's a World Series champion. Freddie Freeman is about. He's a good defender. Like he's a baseball player. Every every team in baseball would love to have a Freddie Freeman. I just can't picture that guy leaving Atlanta. It just see, he's one of those guys like George Brett with the Royals. It's like Kirby Puckett with the Twins or Jeter with the the Yankees. They're just some guys that I just cannot even picture them playing for another wow. team. That might be few and far between. Buster Posey, I guess, would be one. Posey, yeah, not Ker- going anywhere. Kershaw potentially. Kershaw, maybe. I mean, yeah. we'll see. Uh, I never thought, and I hate to keep bringing this up. I never thought I'd see Pujols leave. Yeah, but he did, and he's been the two teams since, and he's with the Dodgers. So it can happen, and. Freddie Freeman, like you said, is an elder statesman. There's probably more behind than in front, mm-hmm. and he's a well-spoken guy. He's great. So at some point, he's going to wind up in Los Angeles anyway. So why not come here while you can still play? And where that, does that ab- factor into the calculus? Absolutely. That I know he's it, thinking I want a media career, therefore I can't. I can't do that in Atlanta. I can't do it in in LA. I I know it's done it. Uh, I know it does it for a lot of football players that have come here. Uh, they're thinking outside the game. In game, you've got a great coach, great environment. SoFi is mm-hmm. great, but the market is great for me and what I want to do. Or I want to go right into broadcasting when I'm done. This is where you're going to wind up anyway, like I said. Mm-hmm. So it makes perfect sense for Freddie Freeman to come here. Look, if that's how it all shakes out, I'm I'm here for that. I just don't think that that's – first of all, I'm still optimistic that they get Corey Seager. It's got to be a weird deal. Did you ever go through free agency? Yes. It, 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 take, take me through it. Be The idea of – Oh, you mean was I ever a free agent? Yes. No, no. I signed in. I re-signed my second year. Okay. Or third year. So you yeah, never, right you before. you never hit that point in your career where no. okay, I can go wherever I want. I can go to the highest bidder. I can go to the city I want to go to, or whatever yeah. it is. Because it's got to be. If you're Corey Seager, you get drafted by the Dodgers. You get developed by the Dodgers. You make the big leagues really fast. You have a great deal of success right away. You are a high level major league player, more or less, from the moment you arrive. You go to all-star games, you're in the playoffs every year, you win the division every year, or damn near it. You go and win a World Series, you've played in some others. Dodger fans love Corey Seager. You play in Los Angeles, you're in a beautiful ballpark with great climate, all of the ballpark's full. You got 45,000 people against the Pirates on a Wednesday. Right. Okay, it's it's there there's there're not too many places that are like that. Does there, I just wonder if there's something about yes, this is great. I know it. I love it. It's been wonderful, but 
I wonder what it would be like to be a Yankee. I wonder what it would be like to be over here. There has to be a part of your psychology that wants to go try something else. Sure. If you've been here and had success here, I mean, and the world is your oyster, you can pick your spot. It's almost about where you want to live. I want to go and spend the next five years of my life in Chicago, or I want to go spend the next five years of my life in New York. I want to jump right in the middle of that New York-Boston rivalry and have some fun with it. Mm -hmm. It's always been fun to watch. Now I want to be a part of it. You know what I mean? So... When you've earned that and you can pick your shot, then so be it. For for guys coming the other way, this might be your only time in the lights. You've spent time in baseball forever, and you've been great, but only half the country or a quarter of the country knows about you. You come to L.A., you put on that Dodger uniform, yeah. everything changes. So there, there's, there's different enticements to different spots. You know what I mean? Let, let me ask you this. Money being equal, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's say let's assume the Dodgers and the Yankees and all the other heavy hitters. The the, the money is essentially a wash. You're going to get the same no matter where I go. How important is just flat out winning? Because they're, they're, you're not going to go somewhere that's going to win more than am the I Dodgers. A, am I a champion already? You're, you're Corey Seager. You, you, you've oh. been in the league for a period of time. You're still in the middle of your prime, but you've known nothing but winning since you came into this league. Well. I- Winning championships is one thing. I think that's everybody's desire. The Dodgers to are going to put you in a position to win a championship year after year after year. I don't think you want to go to a place that has no culture, yeah. that that has no emphasis on winning. It's just a different deal. Like you take the money and you know you're going to stink for the next five or six years, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But winning is always a part of where you want to go, that culture. Now, you may not win a championship, but at least you're trying. At least they put the players and the game first before anything. Some other places, it's a little bit different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're always looking for that culture, especially yeah. when you're used to it. I that that's the part. That's why yeah. I think Clayton Kershaw's staying. I, yeah. I really do. I think the Dodgers will make him a competitive offer. I think that maybe somebody like the Rangers is the team that keeps coming in that we talk about because he's from Dallas, and they might come in and say, okay, here's a competitive offer plus twenty percent, which is I don't care how much you made. That's that's a lot more. Right. Something to to think about, but. Clayton Kershaw has never been anywhere other than a team that's been competitive. Maybe a season here or there at the beginning of his career weren't great, but all he knows is we're trying to win the World Series this year instead of, hey, maybe if we get lucky, we can finish 500 and sneak into the playoffs. That yeah. is, At the end of the line, that feels like a weird play. Well, you tell me, is he ready to cash out? Is his next deal well, going to be like defi- a thank you def- to his career? Well, that's the question. I, I yeah. don't think they're going to break the bank for him. I think that was the last one. When they gave him the three years, I think it was 30-some-odd million a year, and that felt like a year too much to me right okay and and, and he, he pitched great he, he he more than fulfilled the terms of his deal he's coming off of another injury he's been hurt more or less every season for you know periods of time here and there but he's got a ton of dough he's only been a dot i mean shoot he's sandy koufax he's had a better career than sandy koufax no doubt. i mean no he, doubt. that to and again it happens all the time albert pools you mentioned and guys tack on a weird year at the back patrick ewing played for the orlando magic or the Seattle SuperSonics. There, Akeem Olajuwon played for the Toronto Raptors. It, it happens. Yeah, but I don't know if it'll happen with him. It feels to him like win. It feels to me that to him, winning is super important. I think that's the advantage the Dodgers have. You know, if you're the Dodgers, make a competitive offer, and if you get beat, you get beat. Like St. Louis did. Exactly. But don't insult the guy with a low offer. No, no, offer. you're not going to come in yeah. and pay him like he's you know some guy. Try to you, help you, him make more money someplace else if they yeah. want to come over the top. Make him a good offer. If you lose, you lose. And speaking of losing, yeah. the Lakers last night in New York, uh, they fell behind by 25 points again. That is the they, They've fallen behind by 25 or more in a third of their games, and that might be not at the top of the list for most concerning defensive statistics for them. We'll go all over the Lakers, what happened last night, what's going to happen tonight. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.